0: Hey everybody and thank you for joining us on this episode of chatting with country today i have on the line with me a good friend ray shonda hello hey ray how are you i'm doing well thank you how are you got you? a big old smile on your face i love it that i can hear the smile <laughs> through the phone <laughs> ah, you know
1: hey god is good
0: yes that just makes me smile <laughs> yes. so thank you for coming on with me um, so everybody what we are going to be talking about today is kind of like life at the divorce and we'll hit uh, a couple of different points throughout this podcast but I wanted Ray to share about herself because I think she fly under the radar you know she's she a little bit like me you know, people know her, but they don't really know Ray. You have to really be something special to get the inside goods from her. And so I am very grateful
1: to be one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. I'm thankful for you. I know I am. I really am. I thank God for you. Oh, so tell
0: me a little bit about just Ray as a whole.
1: Just me in general? Like mm-hmm. now what I'm doing, just that? you can go you know
0: from your past up until now you know whatever you want to share don't have to be overwhelming you can just you know share what you feel comfortable with sharing okay we'll and just... then I'll ask questions you don't have to go into relationships or anything like that no ma'am
1: okay so I can just talk about where I am like now but um, if you want me to talk about the divorce I may have to dig back a little bit well no
0: we'll get to the divorce part Okay. So yeah, you can just well, focus. How many kids do you got, Ray? I'll ask
1: questions. <laughs> I got. It. Well, we are a blended mix of six. That's what I call mm-hmm. it. A blended mix of six. Four of my birth children and two bonus babies, and then I have my other kids that always pop over at the house. But I count count them too. But with me and my husband is six.
0: Okay. How did we meet? Do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> you know oh, mischievous laugh
1: <laughs> all i remember is being at the career center in the um nursing program that's what i remember mm-hmm. and i i just remember you was mean <laughs> oh <laughs> Oh here we go. Um, at and if you hanging out with me, I'll <laughs> hang out with you. Wrap this up no. And I don't know what it was, but you are like, you're gonna be my friend. I'm gonna be your friend too. All right, we cool. <laughs> and, and somehow you I think were you at Roosevelt first? Where were you at? Lord? No, I went
0: to work. I went to work first and then
1: transferred to West Side, yeah. I know you wasn't at West Side at first. We just said, Look, we're gonna be friends. And you said we're gonna get us some matching coats. Okay, we're getting us some matching coats. Yes, we had us some matching coats. Look. <laughs> we're gonna be cool. Okay, we're gonna be cool. <laughs> I used
0: to love my pink, bright pink puffer coat. Look, they don't make coats right. like they
1: used to, right? Right. And I had bright yellow. And you like we're gonna be <laughs> friends. We're gonna be all right. I said, All right, we're gonna be all right. Everybody else had a problem. I didn't. I guess like, I because <laughs> people knew not to mess
0: with you. <laughs> That's messed up. Listen here. <laughs> I said, look at God. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? If they weren't messing with me, they weren't messing with you.
1: So they hey, show sure wasn't. They show wasn't. The show wasn't because I sure wasn't about the right thing anyway. But I had, I had, I had backup. <laughs> Listen, I had some
0: reinforcement don't be doing listen this podcast is public and they already been slandering me on these podcasts talking about I was mean and, and I was this and that and here you go somebody that know me know me talking the, the same thing like that ain't fair right but but you was wasn't you was like a
1: crab You like a crab. You were hard on the outside, but soft on the inside. I got to know that soft inside. So you had that hard shell, but you were soft on the inside. Everybody didn't get to see that side.
0: No, 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 not at all. So when they do come out, you know, I mean, I really care about a person for them to get the inside feeling. Yeah, I know. I love you, girl. (laughs) I love you too. All right, so.
1: What do you do for a living? So right now, I am a co-owner with my husband for his catering business. Um, He has more flavor catering. Um, I am a professional stirrer. I stir. (laughs) I don't get in his way. (laughs) I just stir. And take orders. (laughs) (laughs) I keep the books in order though, for real though. But I tell you, it's something you married to a chef, that's a whole nother conversation. That's something that's another podcast, I tell you. But married to a chef? Yes. And the roles Mm -hmm. of a woman in the kitchen and trying to submit to that man in the kitchen, Lord. But um outside of that, I uh work at Indiana University. I'm a professor. Amen. So my first question,
0: and we're about to switch it up and get serious. So my first question to you is, do you have any church disappointment and what does life at the divorce look like for
1: you? So kind of twofold. Church disappointments. Yes, I have plenty church disappointments. Well, I will have, well, let me make it correct. Make sure it's the church, meaning church folk, not God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a but big
0: difference.
1: Church folk have mm-hmm. disappointed me, but now I kind of look at it differently. But at first, when I got my first divorce, I was upset with church folk. I really was. But I would say now where I'm at today goes I,
0: I I want you to fast forward that I want you to stay right okay. there for a second. Okay. Um so when you say, you know, you were hurt, right, and upset with church folks, what kind of stemmed that what you don't have to go into, you know, the relationship, but what was what what were some of the actions that the people on the inside of the building did or said, you know, to give you that feeling?
1: You know, some people frown on divorce. And so, um, and it, and I won't say it was just people within my church per se, but just church folk, because I knew church folk. And some people se- made it seem like I didn't have enough faith. They doubted my faith. Um, they, uh, Some people felt like maybe I did something. I wasn't praying hard enough. Um, some people just wasn't there. It was like I was the... The black sheep and the the woman who didn't lost her man just like just shunned and then I old were you? Oh my how old was I? I was in my thirties? Had that been. Yeah. It was like thirty.
0: So you were pretty much, you know, well rounded as far as religion.
1: Right. Uh, Yeah. I was still growing, but yeah. Yeah. And and they and I just felt like they felt some people treated me like I didn't have faith, I lacked faith. Um, but then on the flip side, they some of them would tell me to leave and were telling me I was right, but then turn around and tell me you wrong. <laughs> it was like they was double minded themselves. Right. So it, it brought a lot of confusion. It confused me, so I know confusion ain't of God. <laughs> okay okay that part.
0: Uh-huh. so when you decided to finally just say you know to heck with this you know I gotta to step out and, and be done were you afraid or what advice would you give someone at, at in that moment like what would you tell them
1: oh my god yes I was afraid I was afraid. and you know I just thought of, I was 35 35 four when I finally got the divorce done. But it was a process. It took me about three, four years to divorce that man. Mm-hmm. Um, it. I was scared of people talking about me. I was um, scared of fi- financial uh, issues. What would that do financially? I was scared of what it would do for my kids. With them not having a dad around, I was scared of the outcomes. Um, it was very scary. But um, you said, What did what you ask me? You said, What would I tell people about that?
0: Yeah, but I was about to say to you, too, I can remember us having some tough conversations. And you know, my ghetto self, I was like, You better get the hell up out of there. You know, and at this <laughs> point, you know, this is just too much. And you kept saying, But Telisha. You know, I, I got to worry about the kids. Mm. And, and, and I don't know if I'm going to be strong enough to make it. I can remember seeing you on the McDonald's line on um, Grant. Do you remember mm-hmm. that day? And we were standing there and we were just talking about it. And you wanted to cry so bad, you know. And it was one of them things where I felt like God had crossed our paths just so I can tell you to stay encouraged. And it was going to be okay.
1: And you know what? I don't. I don't remember that. But, you know, all that was like a blur. That was such a bad time. So many people saw me, and it was like I was on autopilot. Yeah. I was just here.
0: Existing.
1: I was just here. I was just here. Didn't believe, didn't know what was going on, what was going to happen the next day. I was just here. And I don't remember. I don't remember. But I probably did. Because I used to tell... I used to cry out to those who, who I trusted. Mm-hmm. So I probably did. probably told you everything. As soon as somebody say, Hey, girl, you know I'm finna leave my man. I don't know what to do. That That's how it was. It just come out. I didn't know where to yeah, put it. We shared several conversations. Um, but, you know, what advice would
0: you give someone that's, you know, unsure, undecided about just saying
1: you know what <clears throat> I will say one you really really have to make sure one you have to make sure that's what God's telling you to do first of all because I, I don't How say, did somebody figure that out you want to pray you had to really pray and ask for God to give you confirmation um, because I, I've also seen some people on the flip side get back with they, after they separated they've gotten back with somebody and it worked out um, and they've been together for years after that um, and I've seen some people who are able to restore their marriage so you have to really pray and ask God for confirmation so you got to have a, a close intimate relationship with God so that God can tell you when to go now if you've been in an abusive relationship go go mm-hmm. but if it's something where it's just arguing you know when people say that abuse of relationship, relationship meaning what? abuse um, well, abuse come in many forms. You got verbal abuse, you got physical abuse, um, you got a lot of type types of abuse. Um, so if it's any of those, you you gotta go, you gotta go, um, you gotta go. Especially if it's physical abuse and. But I'm afraid. Abuse. I
0: just I really don't know what to do. I you know I don't know if I would make it. I don't know if my family would support me. Uh, people gonna laugh at me and say my stuff failed Um,
1: you know know hearing
0: that what advice would you give
1: you know when somebody tell me that that's when I say you really gotta trust God because that's what I had to do because The marriage I was in, we were stable financially, and I didn't want to go back to what we had before. I mean, we stayed in the house. I ain't gonna lie, lights got cut off at one time, had mice in the house, had stuff going on. So then finally, we had got to a place where we had a nice house, bills were getting paid, lights stayed on. So now we were stable, where it wasn't where we was wondering where we gonna stay because we stayed with people. We stayed with my sister, his sister. We staying over here. Where well, we sleeping at today, we just stayed in the hotel. So now where we're somewhere stable, I'm like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? Am I going to lose my house? Am I going to lose this? I'm going to lose that. But you know what happened for me? It took, because um, during my relationship, I got so sick. I was so stressed out. I got sick. And what happened was lupus flared up in me. And I didn't know I had lupus. And, and that came upon my body. And it took for somebody to tell me, Right. that man gonna kill you. Or you you gonna let him kill you. And he said, because I know somebody who died from lupus from stress. So either you wanna die or you wanna live. And it took for somebody to say it to me that just like that. Because normally, like some some church folk will say, Well, girl, you know you pray about it. Trust God. You trust God, you know. Mm-hmm. And it took for somebody to be straight with me and say, Look, either you wanna die. Well, you want to live. Your kids need you to live. And I was like, I need me to live. Because my kids get grown, they leave. I need to live. And he said, well, if you want to live, you know what you need to do. And he walked away. (laughs) And I said, well, I want to live. And that's when I finally put that divorce paper in for the third time. I did it three times. Put it in, take it out, put it in, take it out. I put it in for that third time and I went all the way through with it. Because mm. I needed to live. Good, good, good. Yeah. I ain't gonna die. This ain't finna kill me. I wasn't ready to go. God That's has right. something me. That's right. So then let's talk about the second
0: time around. Your God sent mate. Ah. It <laughs> makes me smile really, really big.
1: That yes. one that got her stirring in the kitchen, and she got to submit to. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Let me tell you, he. So this dude, <laughs> he been chasing what's this dude name like what's this dude name? Did he go to school with us? Yes, his name is Derek. Derek been chasing me since middle school. Mid that's a middle Mr. middle Desmore. school. Yes, yes. Um. Middle school, cause I was on pom poms and he was on the basketball team, and he chased me, and I said no, cause you know I was crazy back then. You know I wanted. to graduate with us? Yes.
0: You denied. You were talking about some bad boys, right? You didn't know what a bad boy was.
1: <laughs> Wait a minute. You must have <laughs> forgot who I used to talk to. You <laughs> must have <laughs> forgot, cause I I only wanted them little bad boys, cause I was. Nah, I ain't gonna say his name, but I'm his name. That boy over there, a horse man, who almost got me uh-huh. shot up uh-huh. every week, had me almost getting shot up on my own block. Had folks oh, awesome. get hit with that forty ounce bottle. I ain't know oh, what to do. You must have forgotten.
0: see him. Look, I still see him on Facebook. Oh,
1: my stomach is hurt. I'm laughing so. Let hard. me tell you, I have to I forgot. it, I'm still I crazy. <laughs> I, hey, I never forget that day. That forty ounce bottle went flying across my head and shattered in that car. Mm-hmm. And all them folks running out that house with them pistols. Yes and, and, and the Lord. thing is, guess what I did? I went back and started talking to them all, oh, baby. It's gonna be all right. Let me try to fix it. Mm-hmm. Lord, mm-mm. thank God for deliverance. Thank God for. <laughs> but he wasn't a bad boy, you know. Ooh, so, but well, was- he stalked you for a
0: while, baby, because he stalked me to get to you. Okay. <laughs>
1: See, but it wasn't no thrill back in school with, with Derek it wasn't no I, I I guess I needed that type of excitement some craziness mm. you know cause you know we did silly stuff so I needed somebody that can deal with my silly <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he wasn't trying to deal with the silly and I didn't, I, I didn't talk to him but what happened was you would never guess we were on Facebook and while we on Facebook he kept, what, I comment on one of his pictures. So, oh, he comment in on mine. And I said, Get on away from here for your wife. Say something. He said, I ain't got no wife. And so I'm like, Whatever. Then he kept asking me for Candy Crush lives. I said, This dude think he's slick. Ask me for some Candy Crush lives. Baby. Right, and, and you know what? He still play Candy Crush to this day. He on like level. Th- 9,622. <laughs> <laughs> He's still playing. And, and and at the then, we just started inboxing each other, been talking to each other ever since.
0: Well, that's all right.
1: Yeah, we've been married You got a lifetime years. partner. Yes. Yes, God sent him. He was God sent. He truly was. God sent. So did you have like a
0: list compiled? Like, okay, God, that's what I need right here. And
1: you know, I you didn't. You played hard
0: to get for a long time. What'd you
1: do? No, I didn't. So it took me, well, one, I really had to get on my face because, I'm going to tell you, because after I finally left my first husband, I said, Lord, I'm going to do the next relationship right. Because I said, I want to be better not bitter because I've seen so many people leave and be bitter I don't want no man I don't need no man I said I like having a man so it get cold in the winter time so i wanted somebody but i i had to find that how to get that. so i started praying and i was i had i did write a list and everything it's so funny you asked that so i wrote this list and i had all this stuff uh, he needs to be in church and this and that i only know because i did be the list girl okay see i did the <laughs> list and so let me tell you what they had with that list I got exactly what I asked for on that list. And that dude did me dog dirty wrong. He was in the church and everything else. (laughs) And I said, Lord. And this was like probably three years. Let's, you know, this was probably like two years after my divorce. Probably about two years after it. And I was like, wait a minute now. This is the church, dude. And this ain't looking like you now. Something ain't right. And i never forget this. I went down to um, Indianapolis because he didn't stay here. And I went to Indianapolis and I was there. And I'm like, wait a minute, Lord, what's going on? This ain't the way it's supposed to go. And i never forget, we had a falling out. I got up at two o'clock in the morning and I was talking to God and I put them shoes on. When I take I had no money in my pocket. I had no money in my pocket. All I had was a full tank of gas. I said, praise God, I can get home and I went and I called oh my gosh and I had to say her name Takia Montgomery and I knew she lived in Indianapolis I seen I hit up on Facebook and I said Takia, this is Rayshonda. I know you live somewhere in NAP I am here with this guy and I gotta get out this house and guess what no questions asked she said come on (laughs) no Mm -hmm. I ain't seen this girl I have not seen her since.
0: Kia good for that. Kia good for praying for you when I was um, moving to buy to purchase the home, my house. Like she is married to my cousin Squeaky, and so um, she she walked me through that process and. I I just I love Kia but go ahead I'm sorry
1: but, but people probably thought I was crazy I went to the 24-hour Walmart first I put all my clothes on I snuck out the house because he was asleep and I was walking through Walmart let me tell you that was crazy <laughs> I'm walking through Walmart, the 24-hour Walmart first of all if you know Indianapolis and you know Lafayette Mall, somewhere, I was somewhere over there by Lafayette, whatever, that Walmart, and everything crazy going on over there. Mm-hmm. I'm walking through there slamming stuff in the buggy, because I knew I needed some, I had a couple of dollars, I didn't have a lot, but I had a couple of dollars, but I know I needed some deodorant and all that stuff, because I had left everything at the house. I just left with no clothes. No nothing. I just took everything and just walked out. I'm throwing deodorant and stuff in the buggy. God, you said that you was going to do this for me. This ain't like you. And I- I'm saying this, right? <laughs> People looking at me like this girl who lost, lost my <laughs> and I'm throwing stuff in the buggy I said because God I know what you said God I know what you said and I'm just walking through Walmart and people just looking at me and all I had was like a deodorant a lotion and I had like little <laughs> stuff and a little snack and I'm just walking through Walmart because I ain't know nowhere else to go and the Lord dropped it on my spirit to Kia and I looked up on Facebook and I text her and I sent her a message on there and she said come on and she sent me her address And I got there. I got there and I stayed there the night and I made my tail come back home. I got rid of that list, girl. I got rid of that list. I just said, Lord, send me who you want because I asked you for this. And he did fall into that. But that just didn't, that didn't work. That wasn't what it was. And so I had to get my thoughts out of my head. Let God take care of it and just trust God that he going to give me what I need. So not what I want give me me who I need give me who I need give me who my kids can look up to give me somebody that my kids can talk to or give me somebody that can help feed and enhance me and take me for who I am because that was the issue I wasn't being taken for who I was at that time accept me for who I am where I am with my walk with Christ and somebody who's not going to judge me and 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 that's what ended up happening and then here come this dude ding, on that little facebook ding. <laughs> I said, look at that and it was after a little while after that other relationship it was a little while after that and we we had a friendship that's what it was we had a very good friendship and we still do i call him my best friend he said i'm his favorite person and we just we had a friendship first and then that turned into a relationship later and it'll take him to tell you because he was like i don't trust you (laughs) he said said, i don't trust women i just don't and and it took us a while to get there but to be in the relationship but we were friends where we were every day on the phone just joking acting silly and being ourselves with one another talking freely about christ i had my church he had his church. And we just would talk about God. Then we started reading the Bible. And and we really was reading the Bible together. And with no, he didn't try to take advantage of me. And I remember that one day I told him, because one day he came over and I fell asleep. And I said, I'm thinking in my head, you know, you wake up, but you're not really asleep, but you sleep with your ass well. And I said, oh, Lord, what did I do? I'm thinking something in my head. Because mm-hmm. he over here? He slept over here. Oh, my God. Man, he slept over here. My kids downstairs. He that fell asleep. I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't do nothing but thank him. I said, I thank you for not taking advantage of me. He said, of course. I'm not going to do that. Because had I been somewhere else, girl, you know.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah. No. Won't you? Won't Won't What would have happened? But he didn't. He did not try to take advantage of me. He did not try. He never did. Never did. So, what
0: do you feel keeps your relationship going strong? Do you guys still read the Bible together,
1: girl? Yes, yes. That is like the best thing. Let me tell you, we read the Bible. We have a Bible study every morning. So when he go to work, um, and thank God I work at home, but I work, I work, I go to the school too, but. I have a good minute before I have to be at work. And so every morning when he gets to work, we have a Bible study for an hour. And, um, and even after that, we have this um, at our church. We're reading the Bible for a year. We're almost done. We're in the book of Acts. Um, and we go over that lesson with each other um, almost daily. And then we, um, we're we in this other thing at our church where they're helping us learn more about Christ. Um, it's called a layman's class, a layman's class. Mm-hmm. And our being better uh, disciples in Christ. And we go over that lesson together too every like Wednesday. Like we get it on Tuesday at church and we go over it like on that Wednesday or that Monday before we go back to class. But every morning faithfully, we have us a Bible study and we pray together faithfully. What church do you all attend? Well, we attend Faith Temple of Christ. Two churches, no, one church, two locations. <laughs> one is in Maryville, one is in Gary, and uh, we go to the Gary campus. But we also go to—I go to Maryville uh, often. Okay, and then do you have a role in the church? What's the role? You know what? Okay, so I was singing. I was singing. No, no, I was just singing. So I was singing up until last week. (laughs) Up until last week, which is funny because um, the day I told them I was going to stop singing, you called me and you text me for of this
0: course I did.
1: and it was funny because I battled with getting off the praise team because I've always been in choirs, always singing, always in something with music but I heard the Lord saying um, something it's time to go and I was like am I supposed to go? I don't know but he told me greater works that's the only thing I heard greater works and I'm like greater works what are you talking about? greater works what I'm going do, I'm singing and praising. <laughs> but he said greater works. And I, I already started writing and things like that. And the Lord had um had me writing just about my my testimony, you know, and I already been giving little snippets here and there to some people that need it. And he said, Greater works. And I kept writing and kept writing. I found myself up just typing, typing, typing. And then as soon as I tell them, you know what? I ain't gonna sing no more then ding there you go in the inbox i said look at god <laughs> but <laughs> what i decided to do i did decide to join a different ministry which is called missions because i have a desire to go out and help compel people yeah i want to mm-hmm. compel people to come to to christ because hey the way this world is it's time to come to jesus that's For what real. i've been
0: hearing lately um uh, give them me Mm-hmm. I've been battling. I uh, hmm, I came home in September to help my aunt. She had her hip replacement, so I was there for like three weeks. I uh, spoke at her church and et cetera, et cetera. But when I came home, I was exhausted, right? And so I came home. Xander had COVID. I ended up catching COVID. Xander got COVID again, and so just drawing it out, it was to now, right? I went to church last week because it was my pastor's anniversary, but I haven't been at church. I've just kind of been on a sabbatical, mm-hmm. right? Because every time, it's, it's like God was showing me an image and he still is. Every time I cross over my threshold, it's people pulling in my legs, my arms, my head, my neck, mm. and and I'm being torn. And so it was like the strength was being taken from me. And so, what's been happening is—is is, you know, I we jumped the podcast off. A seed was deposited about that, and so jumped the podcast oh, off, yeah. and a couple of people got mad at me, like, "Well, Talisha, you just should be, you know, spiritual. This should just be a, a godly podcast." And I'm like, "You know what? One uh-huh. thing about me is I've always been well-rounded. Uh-huh. I can move about the community, and it is what it is. I'm about capturing souls, no matter what it looked like, right?" So mm-hmm. if I'm on a podcast and we on there and we talking and they cursing and doing whatever, at the end of the day, they have a positive outlook towards the end. Mm-hmm.
1: And the mindset
0: has changed. And so all I hear is God saying to me is give them me. And even in the house, I've been being tested. He's been testing me in ways right where it's like, I want to go back to the old me. Like oh, I'm ready to oh, blow oh. some stuff up and then smoke <clears throat> a cigarette and wait on the fire department. Yeah. Suppose, okay. Oh, like oh. that's how serious it's being. And so... For me to be able to pass those tests, I know that I'm still growing, but it's been hard for me because when I go out, like, I feel like I've been in this house, you know, I was in the church, very active, doing everything, and to get about three phone calls, and I've been gone two and a half, almost three months, Uh, no, because I'm I'm one of the ones where if I don't see you, I'm calling you. I need to know where you went, what's going on. I'm bringing you flowers. I'm trying to take you out to dinner. I'm trying to do your hair. I'm trying to get your outfit. I'm trying to do something so that I can help you get out of your tough spot. And so I think God is just revealing things to me. And I know that I have to go back in. But -hmm. I also know that I need to rebuild me spiritually. So when I go out, I'm not being drained. And I had to learn to set boundaries. I had to say no. I got to yeah. learn to say no when that phone rang, I changed my phone I'm afraid, you know I had that phone on my 25-30 years I didn't had that phone on but I had to change it so that I can cut some strings to get rid of some of this energy Yeah, you know and so that that's just a little bit uh, just in but general because you- sometimes you just got to say no and for me to call you right you know mm. I've always been that person that had that ear to hear, it was just like, you need to call Ray. And I was like, call Ray.
1: Okay. Call, okay. Let me inbox Ray. You know, so. <laughs> but you know what? When you say, like I said, I'm the person that call people too, and I don't do it just in the church. Like I do have that role too in church. So I'm an admin at the church. So I'm like right up under, up under the person is up under the apostle to help keep things in order in the church. So I do help with that. I just started doing that recently in the summer. But just like you, I have the hard work, even if that wasn't my role. Because mm-hmm. before that was my role, when I was new in the church, when I finally met somebody, if I didn't see you in church, hey, sis, missed you. Hey, sister. And you know mm-hmm. what? Everybody, and some people may not have done that to you. I had to learn that everybody don't have that gift or that anointing. Because I may not, you may not want the other person to call you anyway. Cause they not genuine or whatever reason okay. or whatever. I need somebody that's genuine calling me. Don't just call me cause it's your role. How speaking like you to telemarketer person? Hi, I am sister. Mm-hmm. So-and-so from pillow, pillow, Pentecostal bedside Baptist missionary. And I just want to make sure you okay. Okay. Thank you. See you Sunday. I need somebody who for real, like girl, yeah. what's going on? So yeah. if God put it on your heart, that's probably what the church need. They need you for because that's what you are gifted in somebody that's real and like how you said you do your podcast you reach out to people to whoever no matter where they at no matter where they at yeah and and then it's something for any you know it's something for
0: everybody on the podcast we got inspirational you know we have personal testimonies you know we have just sit back silly talk and it and chatting with xander like i'm talking to xander and we gonna bring some more kids on to talk yeah. to them because i feel like that communication with the children is very important right now so yeah and that's what uh, you need
1: that's what yeah. the church needs
0: be mad at me for not being you know 100 percent in the spiritual realm but god is love and so and i'm love i always have been so it kind of is what it is in that area they can say if they want to say
1: <laughs> they can and that's the thing but that that's not what draw people that's Why? not wrong and they're gonna you're gonna continue to have problems with wrong people because people people feel like you're gonna judge them or treat them some type of way they're gonna stay outside that church or they're gonna come mm-hmm. they're gonna run away so you gotta be understand. you gotta accept people where they are where they at and let god work on their heart you just put your job is to pour in love and we let god up. work on their heart let god that's the thing you trying to work on their heart you can't work on nobody's heart. that's god I ain't, I ain't that type of surgeon Right. I take that, let God work on their heart. And then you said something I posted the other day, yesterday, as a matter of fact, because I felt like people was testing me. I'm telling you church folk, they test me. And the crazy thing, let me tell you what the devil do. While I'm sitting up there fighting with my flesh, like you said, I'm like, Lord, I fought too hard to put that girl, that old girl in, in the grave now. They ain't finna resurrect her, and then sure enough, somebody in the church who don't even know me call me Ray Ray. I said, dog it. how you oh, know okay. that? That <laughs> you you didn't dug in that grave. You didn't read. You didn't read the tomb, huh? You read it. You read it, yeah, said. I'm trying to put that girl to rest. And here you go. And how you know they called me Ray Ray? <laughs> who told you? Who told you? I felt like you ever said, You remember the movie Beetlejuice? Mm-hmm. I remember he came up out the ground, he was that mm-hmm. black and white and he had them little miracle rounds spilling in his hand and said let's get let's, hey, it's time the party has started, that's how I feel like, <laughs> how they came out the ground with my clown suit, you got your clown suit on, I got my clown suit on too, I got my red shoes on, you want a clown let's go, Ray Ray is here <laughs> Lord, <laughs> Lord, I fought too hard to put her in that casket don't don't resurrect mm-hmm. her, don't resurrect her, cause I'm, that's what people do and when people do that that's how you know that god really got a calling on your life because the enemy yeah. ain't gonna fight you if you still too much like you used to be Yeah. so you keep doing what you're doing all right so tell
0: me more about more flavor catering oh. and tell me how to spell it and how do we contact you all for that service
1: okay so more flavor catering is our last name more m-o-o-r-e flavor f-l-a-v-a and catering um we serve just about everything everything not just soul food um my husband can make almost anything and i ain't lying (laughs) <laughs> and I'm not trying to boast. I'm not trying to boast. He has been everywhere. So he went to <clears throat> based on his culinary training and stuff like that. He did fine dining to soul food. He grew up um up under his grandma watching her cook. And I um I know he meant his mom cook too, but he remembered a lot that his grandma cooked. So he's like a little old soul. He a little mm-hmm. old soul. To contact us, we on Facebook, um, uh, under more flavor catering. Um We also have a number. We have a phone number as well. The number, girl, let me tell you the number. I know, let me think. I know what I know. I don't know about heart. Because I'm about to, you're about to get in trouble, honey. You know what? Do I know about heart? Uh oh, my computer. Do I know about heart? I think I do. It's 219 Mm -hmm. uh, 292-4597. And that's because we changed it. But so it's 219-292-4597 and um we just have our facebook page for right now under more Flavor catering so right now this is something unique that he's doing that was different that we didn't plan to go this route um and god is still doing other things but somehow um we had some older people seasoned people family reach out and they're like hey I can't cook for my mama. Can you cook for them? Can you cook for my dad? Mm-hmm. We got, they, they, they getting at the hospital getting that. So what uh, we were thinking, we about to be doing all these big things, but see, this happened like during COVID. So Real people, crap. right. So after COVID, some people are like, look, my parents don't need to be coming out. They need to stay in the house. They don't need to go to the grocery store. Can you cook for them every day? Can you do this? Well, we, we couldn't do it every day. We did cook for our neighbor like every day, but it started to be too tedious as we started going back out to work and um now no longer in quarantine and stuff like that and social distancing so we're like we only do it like 2-3 days a week so now we have like a c- customers of older seasoned folk and even some young folks who are like real mm-hmm. like work a lot Um we're cooking food for them so now we have to change up our menu what our menu was like <laughs> a nurse on home menu almost I have to say like mm-hmm. that because like we got different they don't want the same thing every week so we have to make dinner menus different every week we change the stuff up with now they're like can you give us a dessert too so now we're giving desserts so now every week I every, like but it <laughs> makes me think about uh, meals on wheels yes um, that's exactly what it's like mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it's not just seniors because we have some customers that I know mm-hmm. one of them um, he's a state trooper and his wife is a principal and then she got another business and he always on the go and she like girl I can't cook for him I just can't can y'all cook for him so we cook for them every day we cook okay. them for them every twice a week they're yeah. like hey but we are we give them enough food a lot of time it'd be enough food to carry on to have leftovers the next day so they have something for like four days and then they gotta figure out the other days unless we cook it on a Saturday so, so what's next for the moors for us what's next mm-hmm. yeah we got a couple of things let me tell you god has really been opening up doors we've been getting prophesied to about this business and and i tell you and it's people who did not know us somebody who did not know us named the whole business mm-hmm. i had to share it with you i had to show you the video it didn't even know us spoken to our business and said that it's gonna be a restaurant and i ain't gonna hold that one in because that prophecy mm-hmm. was shared all on facebook you See, y'all mm-hmm. might have a restaurant and so that's what we're working on. And we also, uh, we've been getting different partnerships with different businesses right now. We just partner with um, uh, Faithworth Networks, which is an organization that's trying to rebuild Gary. And so they're uh, partnering with different businesses in Gary to rebuild our city, which is really good. Um, and so we're looking forward to that. We just joined that. And, I mean, it's really amazing. I don't know. Then I'm writing too, so that it's coming soon. It's almost it's coming. That's all I say. It's coming.
0: Okay. Well, do you got a, a favorite memory of me?
1: <laughs> yes. Laugh. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's you or Miss Mama Sandy. I don't know. I don't know if it's Mama. okay. oh Yes. Okay, I'm gonna tell. I'ma tell it. I'ma tell it. Hmm. So first we call ourselves skipping school. I'ma tell it. We call ourselves skip to school. I don't know why we call ourselves skip to school. Mm-hmm. But you was where you were supposed to be. Ram over here by Lou Wallace, so you knew where you was at. So yeah, I'm I I'm said. <laughs> so I didn't know, know what there. I was in. I'm over there too. And we just out there hanging out ain't going to school. We didn't left school. We posted no we went to the career center, I think. And we I'm probably over my put my face scared. with
0: my head down right now I'm telling you
1: right now. And you always like, let's go get a hamburger from that place on Broadway. hmm <laughs> so, Or somewhere. Or let's go to Birch's or something. You would say something. There's always something about food. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay. It still is, right? <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And I jump in the car. We leaving. And then we called. us. I, I don't know what made us take our tails to to uh, Lake Edda. Mm-hmm. We're going to stop skipping. They'll never find us at Lake Adam. And who we see sitting over there fishing. <laughs> I said, Lord, we didn't get caught skipping at Lake Adam. Mm-hmm. And your mama, and you mm-hmm. said, going over around that corner, going home. Okay. So we go over mm-hmm. to your house. And your mama came in that room. And she closed that door. And I'm like, oh, Lord, we all get in trouble. <laughs> and you said, forget it. Well, since we here, I might as well say, and I'm pregnant. I'm like, what? Okay, <laughs> we're gonna tell the whole story. Now since <laughs> said, you got something to say. Let's, okay, let's just tell I it said, all. I gotta take a whooping for her. <laughs> it was like that movie with Denzel Washington he was in the uh army thing and he had to get ready for that beating. What was that movie? <laughs> okay. what movie was that whatever movie it was, it had Denzel in it. He was like, I'm gonna get this beating. I to stand here and take this beat. I said I gotta take this beat for my girl because she' mm-hmm. be pregnant. She can't it's get so beat. Right? Remember, she used to take the cell, the phones out of the room, and I'd be like, "Bring me a phone to school." <laughs> I said, "Lord, I finna die today. I finna die. I finna oh, die." God. Then you had me then then one time, you was like, Ray, come ride with me. I'm, go? I finna go Um, I finna go take something of my mama's house. And here I go. Alright, we go over there. I think get this tissue. I'm taking this toothpaste. I'm taking I this- it all. <laughs> I said, um, you like, hurry up, Ray, for the man come. <laughs>
0: you know what I said in another podcast that uh, my stepdaddy that, you know, nobody knew his name. Everybody knew <laughs> him. Word, Ray. Man that man that man you know that's like a true story nobody knew his name
1: you know but oh, bless his heart with his little mean self bless you his heart like, uh-oh come on right and go over here i need some tissue i need this i need that we was racking up over there
0: listen <laughs> and then the i bag. told him i was pregnancy and i tell the story right my mama like totally blocked it out and she tell this version of the story like Everything was okay, and if I would have just stayed and things was gonna be different, I said, No, that is not what happened. I you told me to get out, and so that's what I did. I got out, yeah, uh, yeah. and some- I called you, like, Come get me, uh,
1: yeah. We
0: got <laughs> to get out, we gotta be gone. Look, before one time we left early in the morning before she got
1: home from work or something. My god, I'll never forget it. But I was probably. like, Lord, I finna die. <laughs> I'm too young <laughs> to die. She just told me, first of all, we didn't get caught skipping. And now mm. she said, forget it, I'm pregnant too. How about that? Mm, 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 <laughs> I'm like, look, mm. did you have to tell her today? Did you have to tell her right now? I was like, I was thinking in my head, I wanted Tamika at home. I finna run down mm-hmm. to her house. right. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I gotta oh, get out of here but my God. yeah well but God I, is go ahead I
0: just said God is good he he really is you know I say all the time God kept me because I you know people say I should have been dead sleeping in my grave but I am still here so that means it's still work to be done <laughs> as long as I got breath in my body God said give them me and that's kind of mm-hmm. where I am you know I no matter where I what I'm doing I'm always trying to give people a different perspective on life period in a positive way because I did enough you know negative but even still even growing up you know I was very positive then you know and Mm -hmm. people fuss at me now like how the heck did you become so positive I've always been a positive person bad stuff happened y'all used to think I was crazy like
1: uh-huh. What's wrong with you? <laughs> but, but you kept it real. You kept it real. Even like that time, I never forget when I came over to the house, and I was like, "Talisha, you okay?" I had finally found where you were at, <clears throat> and you was like, "Yeah." You had that map on the wall. You was like, "I'm just gonna throw this dart. Wherever this mm. thing land. that's where I'm moving to." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> mm, 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 mm. <laughs> I said, "What you said?" Water I said, "Ain't no black folks there. Where you going?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting up out of here, Ray. I can't live over here no more. <laughs> mm-hmm. 13 years later. Right? I said, I went, I was like, daddy, Talisha throwing darts at the maps Wherever you <laughs> go, that's where she going. <laughs> he said, Well, where's she going? I said, Washington. He said, Ain't no black folks in Washington. You're mm, so lame. <laughs> I said, okay. <laughs> I don't even
0: know. <laughs> hmm. it I ain't never even so heard lame. of
1: it. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: It's been good, though. You know, it's been good. It really, really has. It was the best thing ever. It was because, um, again, if I was at home, I probably wouldn't be here. You know, I'd be another obituary in the stack.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it was God ordained. Yeah, that was my Abraham moment. Pack
1: up your stuff and go. Right, because you ain't know where you going. You like, I don't know nobody here.
0: Mm-mm. And then did One person. One person.
1: <laughs> yeah and it did it didn't
0: it just didn't even matter you know it was one of those things where i needed to do something different for them kids and for myself and so it is what it is i have to thank you for coming on this was very yeah. good friend. yeah of course of course i cannot wait to see your next level hey amen me ego I am always very nosy. I might not like everything on Facebook, but I'm there. You you did the song this morning and I had it playing um, um. all morning, so yes. And then uh, maybe like a week ago, you was touching on me. I was like going through some stuff and you was posting all your little inspirational stuff. You and uh, um, Dorletha, Dor- yes. Dor- Dorletha. Yes, Dorlita. Yes, yes. So used to do lives. She go through her her times where she will do one, then she won't do it, and then you know she would be on the road for a long time, and then she'd stop. But I was all mm-hmm. I would always watch them in the morning because the time is different. So I would be sleeping. when She doing, but I would go back and watch her replays. Um, mm-hmm. And I always tell people, no matter what, keep doing what you're doing because somebody is always watching, and that's integrity right somebody is always watching they might not say something all the time but honestly a week or so ago mentally I was like in a place of like okay God we we got to figure this out and you your post was just coming back to back to back and I was just like okay I hear you you know it's different avenues where it come in at people say you can't hear God and God don't talk well if you listen and pay attention get still enough you definitely can have conversations with God on a regular basis so I thank you
1: praise God you're welcome that's why I do it too even I say somebody don't like it somebody need it because the Lord told me to do it mm-hmm. somebody yeah. saw it and so knew.
0: we're about to wrap it up and usually here's where I go and on that note if you hang in there with me I'll hanging out with you. Peace. Of course. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye.